You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. In the episode I posted yesterday, if you noticed the audio quality was a little off. That's because it was. I did not choose the right microphone on the input here on GarageBand, and I was talking through the laptop microphone, and I thought it was such a good episode. I actually listened through it, and I said, I'm proud of this one. And so I didn't want to go and re-record it with the microphone, and maybe you didn't even notice, but I just have to get that out there in case you did. For all my Virgos listening... (laughs) Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. It's me, hi, Stephanie Powers, and today we are going to talk about the full moon in Aries. This full moon is interesting. There's no planets playing with it when it happens, but it's got it packs a punch, as all Aries placements do. Aries is a cardinal fire sign. So this means that it is the beginning of a season. Aries either ushers in spring or fall, depending on where you live in the world, but it brings in a new season, similar to its sister sign, Libra, which ushers in spring or fall, depending on where you live. But this full moon, it's interesting, okay? So to get an idea of what you can release, what could be ending, because these are the things we do under a full moon, Think back to six months ago at the new moon in Aries. What is wrapping up? If you want the exact date, it was March 21st, 2023 of this year. And in Aries season this year, if you remember, we had two. We had two new moons. This is not normal. Normally for every season, there is just one full moon and one new moon. So when we have two full moons, it'll be a super blue full moon, you know, once in a blue moon. If we have two new moons, that is just powerful, potent, like something new has got to start back then. And now around the Aries full moon, we are coming full circle, wrapping up something that began around that time. So of course, dependent upon where Aries rules and your natal birth chart is the area of life, the things, the people, the places that could be wrapping up under this full moon. So if you want to know, of course, where that rules in your chart, please come see me for a reading. Go to lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on the basic birth chart reading or the advanced one if you know your big three. And let's talk about this. So this full moon is also the last one before eclipse season begins. My Taurus Scorpio signs, you guys, we have one more eclipse in Taurus coming up in October, late October, and then it is all about my Aries and Libras stepping forward. And again, this is both your sun sign, but anything in your birth chart that is in Aries and Libra is going to be going through the eclipse season heavily. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I know for me, you guys know I'm a Taurus rising, Scorpio moon, Scorpio Venus, Jupiter and Taurus. I got a lot of that axis in me. And I just had my run around with the eclipses over the last year and a half. And oh my gosh, everything from a literal surgery on my physical body to just an emotional, spiritual dissection, radical change. I 
I knew it as an astrologer. You look at these things coming on your own chart and you're like, okay, I know them. Well, now what? I just strategically moved to the mountains during them to find grounding energy. Um, when I saw health symptoms and my physical body start to crop up, I knew don't sleep on this girl. Don't sit on it. Call the doctor now. <laughs> Go get it worked on. And I did. And who I am now is most certainly a version of myself that I have never been before. I think you hear that phrase all the time. Like I, I miss who I used to be. I want to get back to being me back to my old self. And, you know, hypocritically speaking, I sometimes give readings to women, especially. And I say, who were you before you were mom, before you were a wife, before you were, which is a good question to ask, to reconnect you with your heart before all these responsibilities and life things happen to it. But it's also hypocritical because you're once you become a parent, you are never the same again. Like I said, in the Libra season reel over on Instagram, once you fall in love with someone, no matter the fate of the relationship, you're never the same again. And so you, do you see how that question is kind of like mm, nuanced? You don't necessarily know who you are because who you are now is new. I think a lot of parents, once their children leave the nest or a lot of people, once they get older, they're like, I want to go do all the things I used to do when I was young, but they don't hit the same. I don't really enjoy them anymore. I'm a brand new person. So that was my long drawn out explanation of these eclipse seasons. If you have Aries and Libra and your big three or any of your personal planets, you are getting a very big physical, spiritual, emotional makeover. And please don't be intimidated by that or be afraid or think you have to do anything. It can literally be as simple as giving yourself more TLC. When the inevitable eclipse style change happens, you won't be so surprised. You'll be prepared, you know? A reminder to you guys that astrology is like predicting the weather. I can tell you, hey, you look like you want to go for a camping trip this weekend. Well, let me look at the weather. Ooh, 90% chance it's going to rain. You sure you want to go? And you get to decide, yes, I love camping in the rain. I love the sound of rain on my tent. I'll just cuddle up in my sleeping bag and read a book the whole time and just chill. Or you can say, oh, man, I had all these hikes and kayaking and outdoor activities planned. I think I'll reschedule and wait. That's similar to how astrology works and how you can apply it to your everyday life. So this full moon in Aries is the last one before the Aries and Libra eclipse season begins. What's the importance of that? Well, we're wrapping something up. What has been going on the past six months? I'm more than willing to bet there's something with relationships, and this can be a romantic connection, a marriage, or it could be how you relate to your mother, your father, your children, your neighbors, your best friends. I think a lot of people with the Venus in Leo for four months, Venus stayed in the same sign. She was really just grabbing our face and rubbing it in the dog shit. <laughs> she was really just forcing us to learn some lessons regarding Leo's self-worth, self-value when it comes to being in relationships, learning the confidence and what we are worthy of and deserve. Ooh, wasn't that fun summer? or winter for my Southern Hemisphere listeners. But thank goodness Venus is direct and she's going to move into Virgo in October. Thank you. Thank you. I am so looking forward to that. 
But we've really been going through a lot of lessons around relationships. Libra Aries is the duet versus the duel, the I versus we. This is going to be, for all of us, whether you have Aries and Libra placements in your chart, we are kicking off a year and a half of learning about relationship dynamics. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun, right? I'm arming you with this weather prediction of, hey, there could be a little turbulence around your relationships in your life. If you go through a breakup or a friendship breakup, I'm sorry, like that's got to hurt. But what's optimistic about that is there's a really high chance that new, better aligned people come into your life and bring more peace and more creativity and more motivation and inspiration, all of the good things into your life. So do you see how there's a death and rebirth there, right? And this could also be maybe no relationships immediately around you change, but you change. And so as a result, the relationships in your life will grow with you, which is a beautiful influence to have. So this full moon in Aries is simply... Let's wrap it up. Let's let go of the lessons. Let's let go of the people that we've been holding on to since this Aries new moon on March 21st. Did we learn anything? Can we move forward with a clear heart, clear mind, clear slate? The positive side of this moon, or I'm not positive because I don't believe in there's negative, positive, good or bad. There's empowered and then there's disempowered. That's all. And you can always, through free will, flop between the two. It's all up to you. Number one, under this full moon in Aries, is stay open to change. Aries loves change. They thrive on it. You know, there's there's some people that cannot stand change. It makes them so uncomfortable. Then there's other people that need it to function. I'm looking at you, Taurus placements. <laughs> like, if I'm comfortable, why change? If my latte is delicious, why try a new one? <laughs> I love it. Be open to change under this full moon. Accept things that need to change. Jump into change. Take a risk. It feels good under an Aries moon. Fully digest that you are in control of your life. You know you've learned something during this six month between the Aries new moon and this Aries full moon. If you are like, you know what? That relationship that I got cheated on, it sucked. I am taking responsibility for my life moving forward, right? Ugh, I have been surrounding myself with the wrong people or I have finally given up on this job. I need to go get a new one that's more aligned with who I am. I am in control of my life and the five people that I interact with the most every day. So that's a positive side of this full moon is you fully digest and realize that that is true. You understand the role that you have played and how the last six months have panned out. And you are ready to forgive and release. Whatever happened to you, whatever you went through, maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe you gained someone new and you're loving this relationship dynamic. Maybe it's where you live. Maybe you lost where you lived earlier this year and you gained a new home right now. Whatever is going on. Can you analyze and point out the role that you played and where you were at then and where you are now? Because therein lies the golden key to always unlock yourself from difficult times, to always unlock the doors of abundance. It's all about self-reflection, self-discipline, and taking action aligned with faith. Now, 
If we are working against this Aries energy, we, oh, whenever I see the moon is in Aries, no matter if it's a full moon, new moon, or nothing at all, I'm like, uh-oh, people, please don't fight. Put the bows down. Put the fire out. When the moon passes through Aries, I see a lot of people getting in arguments. Verbal fights, uh, hopefully not physical fights, but I wouldn't be surprised. Aries is the fighter. It's the warrior. It's inflammation. It's the color red. It's Mars. It's feisty. It's, oh, I'm so angry. I see red and I can't control my temper. That is big Aries energy. The empowered Aries understands that anger is a communication that your boundaries have been crossed, but it knows that there are many different healthy ways to release anger. So under an Aries full moon, be very, very cautious of your temper. Don't pick a fight. Don't end a fight. Remove yourself from a fight. Try not to be so opinionated that you get into an argument where it's I'm right, you're wrong. As soon as the dynamics change into I'm right, you're wrong, the argument's already over. Like you're just going to go around and around in circles or it's going to grow out of control like a wildfire and it's just pointless or... If you enter into a debate or an argument or a conflict with someone and you feel your nervous system out of whack, this is dry mouth, this is sweaty palms, shaking hands, quivering lip, flushed red cheeks or a rash on your chest and your neck. This is your nervous system telling you, I am not prepared to peacefully resolve this conflict. I am in fight or flight. I'm either going to faint and pass out and tap out of this, or I'm going to fight. And either of those options don't get us to a peaceful resolution, so I need to go calm down. Take a big gulp of water, go for a walk, do an ice plunge, cold plunge, and just chill that nervous system out, right? So a part of the other disempowered side of the Aries full moon is you're unwilling to admit your flaws, unwilling to tuck your tail or admit defeat. You say, no, that person's a narcissist and it's their fault that we're not friends anymore. Not mine. I was a good friend. Yeah. I'm not saying you weren't, but there always takes two. This is, you know, I don't have any examples of healthy long-term relationships in my life, but having been in a few myself, I can see now that if you just constantly tell yourself with every, because it's a very natural human emotion to point the finger and say, you're wrong, I'm right, I didn't do anything, feels good to do that, right? But when you take responsibility for how a situation is currently happening, you say, okay, if it takes two to tango, what, what dance am I doing to keep the dance going? What instrument am I playing to keep this song I'm going? <laughs> It takes two to tango. What is my role in this dynamic? Even if it boils down to simply that you're staying, you are keeping the line of communication open. You, you know, it's just ownership is the key to freedom. Self-ownership is the key out of so many negative things. And the empowered side of Aries is these people are incredible law enforcement officers and the military. These are my entrepreneurs. These are my leaders of everything they do. And to be a good leader, to be a captain in the military or to be a sheriff in town, you have to have the humble ability to take ownership of all of your actions, of everything in your life. And that is so much easier said than done, I know. 
But when you get to that point where you realize everybody makes mistakes for their entire life, nobody is a perfect human, you become a leader. I have a bachelor's degree in the business study of organizational leadership. And for the last year of school, we constantly studied the difference between managers and leaders. Managers get the job done. Leaders get it done right. Managers do what's right. Leaders do the right thing. Managers walk in front of you, place themselves above you. Leaders walk right next to you because they know that they are you and you are them. They're more mentors than they think they are bosses or ownership over you. Now, this is also the dynamic of Aries too, right? The disempowered Aries says, I'm number one, which means you are below me. The empowered Aries says, I have a gift. I'm able to admit my flaws. I'm able to admit when I'm wrong. And I'm able to peacefully take leadership of starting a conversation to peacefully resolve conflict, right? Like what's more difficult in trying to resolve conflict, initiating the conversation or when you're about five to 10 minutes into it and you can feel each other's energy, you read the body language. So you've got a nice flow going and you all feel safe, right? It's starting the conversation is the scary part. And this is what the empowered Aries is so good at. So here we go. Under this Aries full moon, what can we release? The side of you that may be afraid of starting something. It can be as simple as a conversation, or it can be as big as starting a new job, starting a new relationship, moving to a new place. Aries hates restriction. Just like it's cousin fire signs, Sagittarius and Leo, Aries is no different. In fact, it might even be worse than Sagittarius in the realm of it hates restriction. Every, uh, Aries want to do what they want, when they want, with who they want, and where they want. And if anybody or anything tries to restrict that, they'll either throw their notorious temper tantrum or they hold it all in. Have you ever met an Aries that's kind of introverted and lets people decide their life? I guarantee you they're either overweight or they've got skin issues, like red, fiery skin that could have eczema, psoriasis, acne. You know, we've been big on medical astrology readings over here, so we're going to throw that in. They have headaches. They're completely inflamed in their body because all of that energy that is supposed to be just fiery, bouncing off the walls, is bouncing off the walls of their body, unable to be released. So Aries hates restriction. Under this full moon, we could see people freeing themselves, right? From jobs, relationships, living situations, or limiting beliefs. Where are you ready to just pop the balloon of restriction in your life? Where have you felt held back since March? the Aries new moon, because now it is a full moon in Aries and it's time to release, let go. No more restriction. In fact, the restriction you may find under this moon was all an illusion that you set for yourself. <gasps> Ownership. You know, the Aries symbol, it looks like a fancy cursive capital V and it represents, of course, the ram. Aries is the ram, but that V is a fork in the road. Aries. So under an Aries full moon, what are you ready to put down so you can finally take the road you've never been down? 
right? There's a fork in the road. You can go on the tried and true one because you know where it leads, you know the meadows it goes by, you know about approximately when you'll start to cross a stream. It's certain, it's comfortable. But every time you get to that fork, you get a little curious about, well, what if I went left? Where would that lead me? Is there water? Is there a meadow? Is there a lot of elevation gain? Where does that path go? Your stomach and your intuition have always kind of nudged you like, hey, let's, let's take that one. But you never have because you were afraid. You didn't know if you would run into a food source. You didn't know if you could refill your water bottle. You just didn't feel prepared. Until one day, <laughs> you come prepared. On your walk home, you brought a little extra water, a few more nutritional bars, and you're like, you know what? I could die. I could get lost. I could not make it home. But I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that fork in the road. I'm going to go that way. I'm going to see what's down there. Just call it a great adventure. And maybe it leads to a new partner. Maybe it leads to a new living situation. Maybe it leads to finding your purpose. Finding a purpose. Because I think we have many in this lifetime. But that V... The ram, the Aries symbol, represents a fork in the road. So under an Aries full moon, we say, okay, something is ending, so something new can begin. This is a release. I'm going to release always going to the right in this fork. You know what? This time, I'm going to take the left. The last thing about this Aries full moon is planning under this moon will do you no good. Just go for it. Just release it. Try and tone down the cerebral, the intellectual, the mercurial in your brain that's like, okay, it's an Aries full moon. What should I release? Don't think too much about it. Just write whatever comes to mind. My favorite time to journal personally is early in the morning before you talk to anybody, touch anything. Just put a notebook by the side of your bed and with foggy eyes, start to write down things I want to release, just immediate. This is that Aries energy. They think less and do more. Aries doesn't want to see the whole staircase to get to the top. They just think, whoa, I want to try that. Maybe it'll lead there. Let's go. Boom. And they do it. So while it's not a time to initiate something new, we're going to reserve that for the Libra new moon coming up. It is a time to just do it. Just let it go. Don't worry about, well, if I move to that place, do they have this? Do they have that? Will I meet this? Will that be met? Just go. If there's a feeling in you that just wants to do it, just do it. Don't seek advice from your five closest people or nothing wrong with that, but Aries doesn't do that. Aries doesn't need permission. I think of a manifester in human design. It is not our job to Yes, I'm an emotional manifester. It is not our job to get permission to do anything that we just feel, I got to do that. It is our job to inform people, hey, I am going to do this on this day. Thank you. This is Aries energy. They do not seek acceptance or approval from anybody, which is great. They just need to inform people around them. And this is no different under an Aries full moon. So to sum it all up, don't get in fights. Don't bicker with people. And don't get in physical altercations. 
What you do want to do is analyze the past six months and how you have changed, how you have evolved and grown, and how are you ready to begin this Aries Libra eclipse axis, which I'll be back to talk to you guys more. How are you ready to be the best partner, the best friend anyone's ever had, the best employee, the best business owner? How are you ready to take charge of that? Can you balance the art of duet versus duel, of I versus we? Can you remain independent while in a relationship? Can you make your own decisions even when people throw their advice on you? That is the Aries full moon. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Mwah.